What is going on? Welcome back to the DadWise Podcast. I'm Isaac, your host. We are in the middle of a series called A Dad's Guide to Pregnancy. We are celebrating my fourth child by talking about birth and postpartum, prepartum, all the things that go along with having a baby. Uh, So if you are new here, this is your first episode then you can go back and listen to the other ones. Uh, We talked about stuff you'll need, books you should read, uh, first trimester conversations to have, and now we're talking about preparing for the birthday. Uh, But before we get into that, I want to let you know we have a book called The 12 Rules for Dad Life. You can get that uh, on Amazon. And also there's a Facebook group that you can join for dads, helping dads, sharing wisdom and learning from each other. Uh, There's links to those below. I'd love for you to join me in that, and uh, that's a Patreon subscription, so five bucks, and you'll be in. You can also spend 15 or 25, and I'll give you some more free stuff. You can find all the details to that. Um, This is all free for you, and that's how I make a little bit of money for my time is through that Patreon page. So uh, thanks for doing that, and I'd love to see you in there, Um, but for today, what to pack for birthday, what to do, how to prepare for birthday. Um, I haven't talked about this yet, but uh, a lot of people go on baby moons. So they'll go out for a couple nights before the baby comes because your life will never be the same after this. And people, it's good to connect with your wife and kind of earmark this end of this season and put a stake in the ground for the Next season, um, kind of, uh, what do they call it? Raising an Ebenezer. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't, there's so many different ways to say it. Earmarking or putting a stake in the ground. Those I've already used those analogies. So to uh, mark this season, to celebrate it, and to look forward to the next one. It's a great thing to do, thing to think about. Uh, my wife and I have done different ones at different times with different amounts of children. Uh, we'll probably not get away for this one, since we have three kids and a night away is uh, harder to do. Um, But just getting a hotel room for a night or two um, in town or further away from town, wherever you live, um, can be a really great experience. Uh, Make sure you uh, bring some memories from the previous season and then maybe talk about your vision for the future. Um, You can download our uh, family game, game, game plan PDF for free on our website uh, to kind of help you think through your game plan for having a baby. So a baby moon is a great thing to do. Go for it uh, and make it happen. Um, But now that you've done that, you're getting ready for baby day. You're within a month probably if you're watching this or thinking about this and you're going to want to know what's packed. So Uh, there's a bunch of different lists of things you should pack for birthday, but you have a little backpack ready. Uh, you'll want baby clothes, like one or two pairs, maybe, um, just like one of those sacks that I talked about in my previous video, the magnetic me sack is great. Uh, we don't have to put their legs in anything. Uh, you'll need a car seat packed into your car. Um, so you can put your baby in your car and drive them home. Um, 
we like to bring snacks to the labor and birth process because sometimes it takes a long time. And if you're at the hospital, you don't probably want to eat hospital food unless you're into that kind of thing. Uh, if you're at a birth house like we are, they don't have a ton of food. They have tea. Um, but we brought like granola bars, nuts, uh, uh, fruit leather, meat leather, <laughs> what's it called? Uh, beef jerky and, uh, just whatever else you can pack that's dry and, um, you can just grab and snack on muffins, whatever. Um, and then hydration, you'll want water, maybe some electrolyte fluids, uh, like a coconut water, you can do Gatorade if you're into Gatorade. Gatorade has a whole bunch of junk in it that I'm not a huge fan of. Sugar and Red 40 and whatever else. So coconut water is a good alternative. They have other little packets of um, hydration stuff that you can find that are good for you. Um, clothes for you, the dad. Clothes for your wife. Um, she'll have to decide what she wants to labor in. Um, maybe something flowy, obviously. Probably... Uh, a muumuu of some kind, um, and eventually she'll probably strip down to just like a sports bra. Uh, we like to keep the room pretty warm. We have babies at a birth house down the street, and so I, <laughs> I got super hot last time and almost passed out because uh, <laughs> I was wearing sweatpants and a t-shirt, and I was like, I need to step out for a minute. <laughs> um, and so I usually will strip down to just my boxers. Um, also, um, because we get into the bathtub together and, uh, I don't want to get all my stuff wet. So, uh, yeah, bring yourself a, a change of clothes. You probably don't need it. If you're just wearing shorts, you should be fine. Um, but if you're going to the hospital, you might need a change of clothes because you could stay there for a couple days. And if the hospital's far away, you'll have to drive all the way home to get yourself some more stuff. So just bring more than you probably think you need to. I probably won't, but um, we've had three pretty normal births so far, and I don't expect anything to be different this time. Um, you'll want a phone charger in case you're going to be there for a while. Uh, we tend to go home on the same day, a few hours after the baby comes, um, so we don't really need a phone charger. But if you're laboring all night, 24 hours, 36 hours, You'll want your phone charger so you can take pictures of your baby or whatever. Tell people that your baby's coming or whatever. People like to have their phones with them. Phone charger. Music, you can bring a little speaker. Um, our birth house has a speaker system that we connect to uh, with our phones, so we don't need that. But if you don't have one of those at the place you're giving birth, bring a little speaker because um, you'll want to have a playlist for your wife. Uh, maybe like Gladiator soundtrack or some epic movie scores. Hans Zimmer uh, are great things to birth to or some instrumental worship music, whatever you're into. Um, my wife has a birthing comb that she brings so she can squeeze onto that and like make her hand hurt so her body hurts less or bite onto it. Um, they're great. She loves it. I don't know. I've never given birth, but she says it's great. Uh, you want to bring your wallet, your ID, have that with you. Um, and then if you have a birth plan, you'll want to bring your birth plan because that's a document you can give to the hospital or your birth wife, birth, <laughs> your midwife at the birth house tells them what you want done at the hospital or during birth. 
um, which is important, more important at a hospital than I think it is at a birth house because the hospital has a lot of people coming and going, you know, switching shifts with nurses and doctors. And so you want everyone on the same page and you want to know what your wife wants. Um, if she doesn't want medication of any kind, you write that down. Say we don't want a medicated birth or after 24 hours of laboring, she'll take an epidural or whatever you guys end up planning. Um, so I'll kind of read through what we have. We're not going to write down a birth plan because we've done it three times, but this is kind of what we've talked through and I have in my head. I might put it in my phone just to have it, but you'll see a lot of it's very basic of what is recommended to be in a birth plan. So where are you going to have a baby? You should already know this, where you're going to go. We do it at the birth house. If you are doing it at the hospital, it's a good idea to tour the birthing ward or corner or wing or whatever they call it. Um, some of them have like a natural birth section also, so you can uh, birth there. Um, so decide where you want to birth. And uh, with the midwife, with the birth house, if there's any complications, we go to the hospital down the road. Um, we haven't had to do that ever, but people recommend you go visit the hospital that you would go to if there are complications, just so you're comfortable with it. But um, if we get there, we get there. We've been to the hospital before uh, for kids falling and hitting their heads and other things. Um, who's going to watch your kids? If you have kids, you'll have to figure out who's going to watch the kids. Our mother and father-in-law stay in town, so we will call them. Um, when are we going to go in? So this is a big question a lot of people ask. Your doctor will tell you, and your midwife will tell you. Um, some common guidelines are 5-1-1, so that's contractions five minutes apart, one minute long for more than an hour. Uh, my wife has already started having contractions um, a month before the baby comes. They call them Braxton Hicks. Um, and so there's a lot of like false alarms, like, am I going into labor? I don't know. Um, and so my wife doesn't actually like to count uh, until she knows it's happening. Uh, she'll start walking and pacing and trying to walk it off. And then when it starts to get intense where she can't labor quietly, um, she'll be like, okay, this is happening now. And then I'll start timing. Um, that's kind of our plan this time. We started timing too early last time and it got us nervous and, um, just wasn't a good start. So, um, we, our third, so our second baby came in like 10 minutes. We were at the hospital. We were not at the hospital. We were at the birth house for 15 minutes. We didn't even have time to have the bathtub filled up. She just birthed, uh, my daughter standing up, um, and so we were nervous for the third one. I was like, we're not going to get there in time because the third one's going to come so much faster. Uh, and so we were really nervous, and it actually slowed down the labor. And so uh, we just counted too early. We were too too clinical about it. So um, we are going to try to trust my wife's body. My wife is going to trust the process and lean in um, to her um, natural womanhood and just let it let it happen so but we will time and then that's when i'll call the midwives some of the midwives live like a half hour away so they need a bit of notice to get there there is one that came in in the pinch because we called too late with my second um so uh we got there just in time unlocked the doors turned on the lights got the heat on and then she came so uh how fast will you drive to the birth house drive very fast <laughs> 
<laughs> there's a scene in the office where they talk about the best route to get to uh, the hospital. Uh, so plan out your route, and then uh, you can practice delivering with a melon and sharpie it like Dwight Schrute does <laughs> uh, if you're nervous about someone stealing your baby. Um, what to do during labor? Your wife will probably have an idea of what she wants to do. Um, if you go to a birthing class, which I highly recommend, they'll give you some techniques. Walking is really great. Walking stairs is a great idea. Breathing, I've heard, is really great. Uh, visualization, uh, mantras, different things. There's a there's something called hypnobirthing that women like to do to kind of keep themselves in uh, game mode, keep themselves present in their body and to help uh, not let their minds go off into fear world. So breathing, uh, a workout ball, like a a ball you can sit on is a great thing. Bounce, walk, uh, pray, sing, yell, moan, whatever. Uh, my wife likes to labor uh, or do contractions standing up with her like arms around me, like the old prom pose, and then like lean into my body. Um, and so that's a good one. And uh, then we end up delivering usually two out of three in a bathtub. The my, Or second, we didn't get in the bathtub in time. Um, but with her kind of squatting and her arms on my knees and I'm kind of half in the bathtub just sitting on the side. So that's kind of how we do it. You can talk about different birthing positions, hands and knees, standing, squatting. Uh, the typical like laying on your back is kind of vulnerable. Um, my wife wasn't a huge fan of that one. So we have never done that. We've never given birth in a bed like you see in the movies. Um, Another thing to talk about in the birth plan is do you want constant monitoring? So in the hospitals, they'll like hook your wife up. So like baby's heart rate and whatever else they like to monitor, uh, blood pressure. So your wife could have wires all over her. And if your wife doesn't want that, you can ask them not to do that. Uh, there's been studies that show it's not, uh, doesn't help with birth outcomes at all. So uh, if anything, it just helps them to get you to do an emergency C-section. Um, which if you're into conspiracy theories, hospitals love to do C-sections because they make a lot of money on them. So um, if you don't want to do one, then try to avoid that. Uh, and the next, then that's the next thing is medication. Does your wife want an epidural or any other kind of medication? Um, sometimes if you need to be induced, you will take um, some medication. And I guess you just have to do that. Um, you don't want to have the baby in you too long. Uh, and for us with the midwives, they don't let you have the baby more than, I think it's two weeks past your due date. So, um, we'll talk about how to induce birth next time. Um, but yeah, talk about what kind of medications you want, if any, uh, and if your wife wants to avoid an epidural, then tell them right away. Um, vaccinations you'll want to talk about, you can say no to those, even if they tell you you have to, they can't make you do anything. Um, do you want your baby taken to a nursery after they are born? Uh, skin to skin is very important. I would recommend not letting them take your baby from you. I think most hospitals now are on board with that. Um, but we are at the birth house, so they have nowhere to take our baby. So we sit with our babies and they lay on my skin or my wife's skin and then after a few hours, we go home and we do more skin to skin. It's just skin to skin all the time uh, for the first couple days with the baby. Um, 
Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know why you'd want your baby taken. I guess if you both really need a nap. I just don't trust people to take my child. Um, who gets to see the baby? Who are you going to tell about the baby? This can be in a birth plan. You don't have to give this to the doctors, but... Um, if you have a sister who really likes to post on Instagram, you can tell, not tell her for a while <laughs> or ask her not to post. Um, you, who are you going to tell when you go into labor? That's something you want to talk about. Um, and then who are you going to tell once the baby is delivered? Probably the same people. You don't want the people that you tell that you're in labor to just be hanging there waiting. They think you have a six day labor. Uh, you want to tell them that you had your baby. Um, so whoever's on your support team, you'll want to contact them and let them know what is going on and then who you're going to allow to visit you after the baby is born. Um, have food ready. We talked about this last week or a couple weeks ago, what kind of foods you're going to be eating. Um, so have some food ready in the fridge. So that's not really part of the birth plan, but that's something that is part of the plan. <laughs> so I guess it is part of the birth plan. Uh, we've talked about these few things um, before. Uh, so that's kind of all the things for the birth plan, all the stuff to pack. And then you'll want to prep your boss that you'll be having some time off. And if you own your own business, you'll kind of want to set up contingencies. If Like I have weddings that I have someone covering for me. Um, and then if there's house shoots for me, I shoot real estate photography. So I'll have to have someone cover those or just tell people like, hey, I'll have to either shoot them early or late. Um, and I'm, we're fine with me leaving the house for a couple hours to do those kinds of things. Um, but we've talked about all those things. Um, yeah. And so I think that is it. Uh, read the first 40 days book for inspiration on food, help get you prepared, um, have a kitchen stocked. Uh, you can also have a meal train set up where people sign up to bring you dinners and then usually they'll make enough for, all of you and your family, and then you can eat the rest for lunch the next day. Um, but make sure they're not just bringing like cheesy broccoli noodles or something disgusting. <laughs> you want soups and nourishing food to bring your wife back to life. She's just given everything she has to this baby. So um, that is all for the birth plan, getting prepped for birth. Um, it's kind of more talking, but getting it down on paper and then packing that bag um, is going to be important. And then you're ready to rock. It's really not, it shouldn't be too complicated, but um, just a few logistical things that you have to take care of beforehand. And then you can go in and just have a baby. It's pretty crazy. Um, my father-in-law jokes that we go to the baby store and pick up a baby because we're usually gone for 12 hours and then we're home. It feels like we go in in the middle of the night and then come home the next day at like two or three. So uh, that's typically how ours have gone. Hopefully your birth goes swimmingly. Um, and with all of these uh, plans in place, you should be ready to go. Uh, a final thing is just to know that nothing goes according to plan. And so be willing to be flexible and don't freak out. Keep your cool. And as a dad, you'll want to prep yourself mentally, physically, emotionally to know your job uh, during the birthing process. So we'll talk about your role in that next week. Next week is actually the day we're going to talk about birth. Uh, I've 
promised it a couple times, I think, so far on the podcast, and we haven't done it yet. But t- tomorrow's the day. No, not tomorrow. Next week's the day, and we will make it happen. So um, congrats on the baby if you are having a baby. If you're not and you're just watching this, I don't know. Something wrong with you, but uh, thanks for joining me. If you like the podcast, it'd be awesome if you leave a review um, and uh, like the video or whatever whatever you do on the platform you're watching on. I'd love for you to recommend this to other people. Uh, help me get the word out. And uh, if you want to join the Facebook group for dads, there'll be a link below for that. Love to have you join us there. And I think that is all for now. We'll see you next time. 